Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm just still in shock. I mean, I... I was texting him just a few days ago. He didn't tell me anything. I wanted to, you know, just see him. In a way, Max has been like part of the family. He was almost as like an older brother to me. And for that to just be gone, I'm just, I'm heartbroken in a way. He wouldn't um, not approve of me meeting up and talking to him sometime, would you? Or just like, like, if I asked him to join my friends, you know, like, and just hang out with the friends, would you be fine with that? I think that you can do whatever you want to do. Lydia's response is quite different than what I expected. <laughs> Welcome back to Cairo, Georgia. Here's the Welcome to Plathville recap of episode two here at Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. What an episode, you guys. Lydia, bitch, you need your hair pulled, but more on that later. Um, So we're on episode two. I thought it was a pretty solid episode. Um, Lord, let's get into it. So we find out what happened. The episode begins with Big Nathan, um, Olivia's brother, and Ethan um, making merry, okay, and riding the electric scooter, just ripping through the fountains, you know, those fountains that, like, come up from the cement, and, uh, you know, they're just having a great time in what I'm assuming is one of the many beautiful 
um, areas of downtown bustling Tampa that they provide. I, I'm sure I would imagine. Um, like I said with Corey and Carly last week, um, I feel like the editors are really being uh, heavy handed with the editing and the um, artistic direction, if you will. What was with the emojis on the screen? Is this an episode of iCarly? Like, what's going on? I didn't get it, but I guess we got to watch this footage. It had nothing to do with the rest of the episode. We barely saw Ethan, and we did not see Big Nathan. I'm not sure if, I don't know, maybe he was casting a shadow outside because he's so tall, and I missed him, but I don't remember seeing him. Um, Then we see Micah and Mariah go down to the beach, the same uh, blue bench where... Last week, Mariah got into, um, you know, a state of repose and did her acoustic set down by Tampa Bay. I don't know. And uh, they want to talk. He says, I had this question. How is it possible that Max and Micah were such good friends and they have not spoken in two months and he has no idea what's going on between him and his sister? Okay. Micah says that he actually has... Truly no idea, but he wants to get down with it, down to it. So Mariah tells Micah that she's been wanting to talk to him, but she just hasn't been in a place to confide to anybody because she's scared. And when Micah asks why she's scared, she says, I'm terrified to let anybody in. So Micah's like, okay, do you mind if I ask what happened? And she's like, you know, I'm just scared because I don't want anybody to get hurt. And then Mike is like, you know, you should feel comfortable confiding in your family because you know we're not going to leave you. And I want to know what happened personally because I was really good friends with Max. So I need to know or I would like to know what he did so I know if I can continue a friendship with him. Is it like fair to say? It's not fair to say. I'm going to issue a disclaimer. What I'm about to say is not fair. Okay. Um, I'm finding Mariah to be very annoying, (laughs) okay, because I just have a problem personally. I have a pet peeve with people who breadcrumb, as I call it, like when you give little bits of information, but you don't want to talk about it. I fully understand that this girl is 19, okay, and I remember kind of what it's like to be 19 and everything is so magnified and you cannot imagine that anybody's feeling as deep of feelings as you're possible. Like they just won't understand. I get that. But now I'm 36 and it's annoying as hell. (laughs) Okay. So, so like to watch him, like have to ask her over and over and over again. And here's the other thing is like, you're on a show, you know, that you're filming a scene, you know, what the scene's going to be out, be about. And so she always acts like she's so surprised that people are asking what, the hell went on with the breakup with the guy that you were claimed to be your soulmate. Like she's always taken off guard and I just find it annoying. <laughs> it's, it's annoying to have to experience, but I feel for her from a woman to woman level. Okay. So Mariah keeps going on about like protecting Max in a way and like saying that she just doesn't want anybody to like feel differently about Max because of it and how, Max is a wonderful guy and she knows for a fact 
that she will never meet anybody better than him. And even though people always say you can, you know, you'll move on. She knows without a doubt that Max is her soulmate. You know what I'm, you see what I mean? Like she's very confident in this and it's absolutely not true. Like we all know this to be true (laughs) and yet she, we can't talk her out of it. Mariah still won't won't tell Micah what happened. So Micah tells the cameras that it sounds like what I said last week that Max cheated on her because he's saying last I heard they were in this really good place and it doesn't seem like like the way she's acting it doesn't sound like this was just a disagreement or an argument that they had like it must have been something else. So Mariah tells Micah she's not going to tell him but if he wants to he can ask Max and Max can tell him annoying again because it's not like you don't even really want not you don't want people to not know you do you just don't feel like telling them and it's just like just say it girl like it <laughs> just say it um so max is like or micah rather is like yeah okay i'll i'll do that um obviously it sounds like mariah's too hurt to talk about it herself she gave me the go-ahead so i'm gonna reach out to max and find out what happened and then the next scene we see kim i should look up like did Kim look up what power colors were and what blue is? Because she seems to really be tied to this, these shades of blue. Should I look up what that means? Because I feel like Kim seems like the type of girl to look up what a color means. And just like, I want to exude that type of energy to the universe. Hold please. Okay. So a quick Google search leads me to believe that blue can mean a few things. It can mean, um, It can mean it's the color of spirituality, intuition, inspiration, and inner peace, but it can also be associated with sadness and depression, which I think we can all agree are all things that Kim either is or is pretending to feel. So she's driving down Cairo, Georgia on a rainy day, and she says... (laughs) I just got a funny DM, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, she is basically saying that she's been realizing that her marriage is a problem in her life and that she had this revelation while she was refinishing some furniture. So apparently Barry took the kids out of Cairo somewhere on a trip for several days. This is the first time that Kim has been um, alone, according to her, in like 25 years or something. Apparently this was all Kim needed to get the battery in her back to tell Barry that he needs to step up um, with regard to raising their children. Seems like a moot point at this point because like they're grown or, you know, like they're like Christian grown, meaning they're like able to cook their own food and, and do for themselves and she doesn't have to actively parent them. You know how they do, Duggars, right? Um, <clears throat> oh, by the way, you guys. Breaking news, just found out that Josh Duggar of the Counting On, 19 Kids and Counting, got 12 and a half years for <clears throat> um, uh, possessing images of child sex abuse. He was uh, looking at 20 years, but he got 12 and a half. <sighs> I mean, he deserves obviously way, way, way longer than that um, with like lock him up, throw him under the jail, throw away the key, put, put the cement, put the key in the middle of a cement block, dry it, you know, put it in the ocean. Right. Um, but like, thank God, thank God that at least 
this might give Anna like a sliver of a shot in hell of, of getting away from that sick, demented mindset that she's in and uh, getting those kids, those seven children that he has away from their sick daddy. Anyway, um, so yeah, she needs him to step up. Sorry, that was like a, a real diversion, I know. But um, so she pulls off to the side of the road to call Barry and they have just like very passive aggressive intense conversation. Um they're both awful. Like <laughs> they're both awful and really what they need to realize at the end of the day is that they deserve each other and that nobody's going to want them. So y'all might as well just team up together. You know, kind of like Bill and Hillary, you know what I mean? Like y'all are stronger to together you know stronger together that was a statement about her marriage as much as the motto for her campaign let's be real <laughs> like they don't like each other they don't like each other but um so anyway uh she is like he's calling because he wants to know if she has a plan for dinner and she's like uh i'm have things to do. It's like, you know, in those movies and TV shows where they have to make up an excuse for something. So they're just like looking around at their surroundings and they're like, oh, there's a lamp or, oh, I'm going to hang out with my friend, Mr. Lampkin. Right. <laughs> like, this is why I can't be there. She literally says, <laughs> she literally says, um, I'm just going to have an early dinner salad and then meet up with some people at the studio to talk about, um, to, sorry she says i'm literally sorry this it was just very funny to me i'm going to have some people over to go over social media stuff and pictures and website <laughs> this is for her dance studio so then they have this like weird conversation where she's like oh um why don't you guys make spaghetti and he's like well <laughs> i don't really know if i'm in the mood for spaghetti for the 10th time in so many days and uh then kim's like well why don't you guys do Mexican? Have Amber make some meat, fry up the chuck, and get some shredded, you know, lettuce and, and some tomatoes and have some white people taco night, right? Get the Tostitos, the hard shells, or whatever, and have a blast. So he's like, okay, well, um, are you going to be home to help? And this is where she's like, oh, um, business, business, website, special pictures, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> um... Then they say something about, like, she continues her narrative. Kim continues her narrative and says that she had a very serious conversation with Barry a few months back. And basically, she told him the same things that she's been telling him, but, like, more seriously than usual. And that she wasn't going to be spending the next 25 years of her life the way she spent the last 25 years of her life. Meaning, at home, with the kids stuck doing nothing and she says that Barry she feels like Barry actually heard her but he maybe doesn't understand the way she why she feels the way she does but he's at least trying which to me makes me feel bad for Barry because bitch you like really let the chopper spray about how miserable you were and unfulfilled in your little girl diary last week but you're it fully admitting that he is actively trying to improve the situation in your relationship and like give him a little credit why did you have to put him on blast like that girl like damn harsh that's way harsh ty they hang up and barry starts to shuffle his old bones around the kitchen and 
He says that now that he is picking up a little bit more of the responsibilities, he's realizing how much work Kim's been doing over the past years. But then he says, now that she's gone, I'm missing the companionship aspect. And we see him go into a room to make a bed and the bed had one pillow. Okay, it was like a queen-size bed with one pillow with no pillowcase. And I think what they were trying to um, express to us is, like, how dire the situation is. And Mary, maybe that Barry and Kim are not sharing a marital bed any longer. But the most disturbing thing was that there was no pillowcase. Because why? Ugh. that's It's, like, so gross. Why would you do that? Anyway. Um, speaking of things that are, you know, maybe are more upsetting than they should be um olivia and ethan are at home because olivia is working from home ethan hasn't gotten a job since they moved down to tampa neither has mariah so they're just in the house cutting up all day playing uh pippy long stocking i guess um this is how i know that they're very young is that olivia seems to think that this is a positive thing and it's really good for their relationship that he's like interrupting her work time in the middle of the day to chuck a pillow at her head couldn't be me but you know everybody's relationship moves differently there's a lid for every pot ethan says that he has no intention of not working forever but he's also been working his ass off since he was 15 so as of now he's just living off savings and uh making good choices in the stock market and i don't know maybe the fact that you've been on a reality tv show for four years now but i guess we can't talk about that these are the storylines that i don't love on reality shows across the board of like oh we're not working or like oh i'm concerned about getting a job like no you're not you're making six figures (laughs) what we don't even have to pretend like the man he doesn't need a job I am sure even if he was making 50 G's in season four, I'm sure he's probably, I would hope he's making more than that. That's still plenty of money for him to be living in a um, house that he shares with three other people in Tampa, Florida. Like, I'm sure he's fine. Okay. Back to Kim. She gets in some random kayak and, you know, more blue. Okay. She says that when times are troubled, she likes to take to the water. Okay. So she slips off whatever sandal she got from the DSW 80% off rack and gets into that little red kayak. She talks about more of her relationship with Barry and says that she fully agrees biblically. This is what she's chosen that the man is the head of the household. He's the one in charge of making the major decisions. But on the other side of that, It's also his job to care for his wife and Barry's not been doing that. She's also feeling worthless in her own respect. So him not caring for her is compounding these feelings. And she says that things really have to change, but she does appreciate that Barry is at least willing to try. So this is now the second admission that he is actually doing something. And it really just like... (laughs) I'm like, I'm team Barry on this diary entry. I I thought that was really rude. So listen, I mean, I would listen to another excerpt. Make no mistake. I'm here for the mess. I just feel bad for him. But I mean, next chapter. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So then Micah meets up with Max. Big scene, right? He is ready 
Micah has a mission in mind. He is like full reconnaissance. So he says he has officially come to the conclusion that Max probably cheated on Mariah. But Mariah is trying to make it sound like less he did less than it did in order to protect Max. So he's, excuse me, going into the situation with Max, just going to play dumb and just let him talk and see what he says, right? Um, then we see Max get out of his car and he starts to walk over to where they're about to film. And a producer asks Max how he's feeling. And he's like, you know, um, not good, not okay. And he starts to cry and wipes his tears on the inside of his will, uh, jean jacket. And then he says that he's really nervous and he hates that he disappointed Mariah. And also he hasn't really spoken to Micah since Micah moved out to LA. So he's anxious to talk to him. And you could just tell that my Max is really tortured and like both in the eyes, but also in his scraggly goatee, like there's a struggle there, you know, and it, it speaks volumes to me anyway. So when Max and Micah sit down, Max says that he fucked up pretty bad and he starts to cry pretty much immediately and then he says he tells us finally finally we find out what happened according to max so max says that what had happened was that he has a co-worker a gentleman that he specifies is a good bit older than he and micah who was about to retire from the job so they max went over to his place to have his like uh you know retirement celebration apparently this retirement celebration was just max the guy and some chick that the guy wanted to hook up with or yeah and so max was you know i'm gonna be a good friend and play wingman for my bro but then this turned into flirting and he feels like the lady took this as a sign as like a green light to kiss. And so they kissed. And so all I'm imagining as somebody who watches Vanderpump rules is that Max is now Jax and he's <laughs> sleeping with that lady. If you guys don't watch Vanderpump rules, um, a few years ago, there was a gentleman named, well, hardly a gentleman, a, a specimen named Jax who, um, it came out that he slept with a friend of their friend group uh, while he had a girlfriend and the situation uh, surrounding their um, rendezvous is that um, the girl was like an at home nurse with like the elderly and that they hooked up while that elderly person was asleep, like in the living room or something. Um, where was I going with that? <laughs> oh, is it? I'm just getting the vibe that this woman is like, okay, if you're at retirement age in America, that man's got to be like 85 at least, right? So <laughs> how old was this woman? You're talking that this is a party of three. And then you just were all of a sudden kissing this woman in front of your bro. Like that's weird as hell. I don't think I believe that. But I kind of do like Max is creepy. Like we have to admit he is weird. But <sighs> do we believe this story? Uh, I don't know. Or is it like I don't want to believe it because creepy. Like the reality is, is that's creepy. <laughs> I don't know. Ew. So he claims to have told. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mariah, and also he said something along the lines of, he said to Mariah that he was proud of himself that things didn't go further. So to me, that kind of blows the whole bubble into your, I was just trying to play wingman to my boy because why on earth would you tell your girlfriend that you were proud that you didn't take things further? Because that means that you wanted to, right? How old was this woman? <laughs> like, ew. I'm really having a hard time like gauging this whole situation. It sounds incredibly creepy. I also want to know if he had the goatee at the time. Or is this goatee a like penance sort of thing? Like is he trying to show how down bad he is? I'm 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 very confused about this whole situation. Um so Mike is pissed. And in a confessional, he says his initial reaction and feeling was that he was really angry at Max. But then the other feeling was that he was upset and that he was betrayed. And he feels like Max betrayed not only Mariah, but himself, too. So then Max tells Micah, I totally understand if you're pissed. I totally get if you don't want anything to do with me. And Micah tells Max that he's closest with Mariah out of all of his siblings. And when she's hurt, he's hurt and he's really fucking disappointed in Max. And, you know, I think many of you guys know that I'm a Micah when it comes to my siblings and I get it. Right. Um, so like, you know, if you got a problem, then we have a problem. Right. So then Micah says in a confessional that he is feel, he had the feeling that like, all these couples going down to Tampa to live with each other was going to be a bad idea. He didn't think this was going to happen, but he knew something was going to go down. Then Max reveals that after this situation where he made out with what I'm just in my mind, I'm assuming is like one of the golden girls <laughs> that may they rest that, um, after the situation, they decided to have this conversation where they took a deep dive into their relationship and Max decided to slut shame Mariah about her clothing and how he doesn't like it. And then he got angry and that led them to get into some sort of blow up argument, which to me sounds like maybe the real reason why you guys aren't together anymore, Max. <laughs> like maybe she could have gotten over the kiss and she does later seem very upset about the kiss, but... um. For me, it would be the, the like, you constantly talking about my looks and then, like, spiraling into anger about that. That seems really weird. 
Max. That seems like really odd behavior. And also, why are you getting mad at her when you're the one who fucked up? You did that. So what are her what are her clothes have to do with you making out with some old bitch? That's my question. Now, like, is Max wrong about the looks? Yes and no. Because really, I mean, she thinks that she eats every look and she absolutely does not. But like, you know, I'm not going to begrudge her for wearing like uh, some sort of like 1998 579 crop top with like the crossover band. I, I don't even know where she gets these clothes. Like, I know that the 90s are back and still I'm confused as to where where does the Mariah shops because hers like seem actually authentic to the era. Whereas like, I know a lot of these girls are just wearing like, you know, shit they got from Shein. Whereas... A lot of these kids, and I, I even express this, and maybe I have, I think these kids are, like, actually from a different era. Like, Lydia's from 1987. You can't tell me differently. Like, she was Lydia in 1987, and somehow she came back in 2017. I don't know what happened, but a lot of these kids seem like they're just from a different decade, and it's very strange to me. And it's not just the homeschooling. Like, they genuinely seem like they came from another place, like Encino Man. Anyway, yeah, I've been thinking that Mariah's from like the late 90s, early 2000s for a while, which is why she had that Christina Aguilera, Aguilera dirty era, chunky black hair. It makes more sense than that being, than them being actual people who were born in the 90s. I don't think they're real people. <laughs> anyway, Max starts to cry again and says that he really wants to do better and, um, Micah straight up tells Max, I just want to make sure that I'm getting the real story and that you're not just sugarcoating this and saying good stuff and glossing over shit for your own benefit. And Max is like, well, I mean, there were only, it was just me and the other guy there. So, you know, basically like, I don't know how to vouch for myself. I don't really want to get this guy involved, but you can talk to him if you need to. I don't really know what Max wants. Does he want to get back together with her or does he just feel bad? I'm confused. Um, this is a lot. <laughs> like, I'll have the conversation with you. I don't need to have a conversation with that old dude. Like, what am I going to ask him? Like, <laughs> how do you feel that your your teenage coworker um, took your girl on your at your uh, retirement party? Like, that's embarrassing. I don't want to ask you that. Um, so... Micah does say, you know, it does seem like Max is taking steps in the right direction by having a conversation with me and being forthright with Mariah. It might not fix anything, but whatever. So then after that, Micah FaceTimes Mariah and tells her that Max told him about the, heard him about the kiss with the coworker's friend. And she's like, you know, I just can't get over, over the fact that he cheated on me. And I'd rather be single for the rest of my life than settle for somebody who would do that to me. Fair. Micah then says that Max asked him about how he should move forward. But secretly, he was hoping that Max didn't ask him that because it's solely Mariah's decision. And then Mariah says that one thing she's not going to change is the way she dresses. Maybe one day she'll realize that her clothes are childish and stupid, but that's going to be up to her to figure out and not for somebody to force on her, which, you know, <laughs> I can respect that. I can, I actually can. <laughs> like she knows that her shit doesn't hit 
and she knows that it's tacky, but she's like, you know what? I'm on my own journey. I'm giving Kelly Bundy. And when I want to age out of that, I will, but I don't. And I'm not going to let a man make me do it. And I'm with you on that one. Like it hurts me that her interview look is a coral um, dress that I would have worn to homecoming in 2002. But like in the name of feminism, I'll let it go. Um, After that, Mariah says that if Max really loves her, then he would love her unconditionally and love who she was on the inside at the core, at the core of her. The scene ends with Micah saying that this whole situation has made him realize that he has a lot of little sisters and that he wants to be there for them to help them make informed decisions. But he also feels like they'll probably be brave little warriors like Mariah. (laughs) And in that moment, I just found Micah to be incredibly mature for a 20 year old. I thought he handled the whole situation with Max very well. And I think he's being incredibly, like, kind and, um, just, like, nice. Just, like, I can't imagine, no edits, honestly. Like, I can't imagine him having said anything better. I don't know 20-year-old boys. I don't think they act like this. I mean, I've, I've met a few when I was one. Are they as nice? Are they all like this now? <laughs> I don't think they are. They can't possibly be. I think he's like a rare, a rare bird there. I'm like genuinely impressed by his maturity about this whole situation. So after that, Micah and Mariah go to Cairo to visit the family and you know, he's close by. So might as well. Right. Mariah says that she's really nervous to talk to her family about the breakup um, because her family is a conservative family. When it comes to dating, you are courting which is not dating. It's seeing somebody with the intention of marrying them, praying a lot about it and then doing it. And she's like, I didn't do any of that with Max. So (laughs) I'm just kind of nervous about telling them that we broke up. Right. Um, and then Micah says something like they get to the house. Micah says something interesting about how, when he and Mariah left slash got kicked out the first time, um, and they moved in together that, they made a pact with each other that they would not visit their parents without the other person. And even though things have improved with their parents, I guess they've still made that pact. Um, But he also says that he feels like his parents have realized that their relationship with their kids is more important than the guidelines that they put on them. You see what I mean? Like that's a lot of introspection. Has he been to therapy? It's a lot of introspection for a 20 year old. I'm, I'm honestly impressed. Um, so then Lydia comes home, she was working and she's all bursting because of her new career at the bank of Cairo that she just got a couple days ago and she's feeling breezy and just like, Hey, Mariah, how are things going with Max? And then Mariah has to stumble over her words again. She's like, well, well. You know, in a confessional, she says that she's really nervous to talk about this and that she's actually having like a literal burning sensation in her entire body and that her muscles have started to ache. That's deep, girl. That's like really deep. Like she might actually need to talk to somebody about that because that's a lot for a breakup. It really is. So then she tells everybody they're not together anymore. 
but she like can't really talk about why. So Kim actually was being nice to her. She's like, you don't want to talk about it? Okay, fine. Like off the table, right? Um, so then Lydia's like, her eyes are wide. She's like, I just have a loss for words. And, you know, this is the first time that one of my older siblings has actually been in a relationship where they've broken up with somebody. So (laughs) I don't know what that means, which I guess could be devastating. Like if you're like, all of your relationships are with people who met and never broke up again. I guess that would be quite jarring for you to experience. You're about to experience it real bad with your parents, girl. So buckle up. As a side note, I hope that whoever gave Lydia um, a, a straight straightening iron or a, some sort of a heating tool for her hair, I hope that she's got a, a prayer in her closet for them because that's really the biggest blessing that she's had since the show aired. Kim is actually quite nice to Mariah and Barry, actually. And, you know, she says that she... She gives her a hug. She gives Mariah a hug and tells her that she's a sparkly purple jewel and that she loves her. And then, of course, she, you know, brings it back to herself and her own relationship issues and how she can relate to what Mariah's going through. And, you know, then Kim and Barry give her a group hug. And Mariah says that this sort of interaction with her parents wouldn't have happened years ago. And she's actually surprised at how accepting they're being. And then Kim and Barry have this really awkward conversation on their own in the kitchen about how selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. They're basically using Mariah's breakup as a, a another passive aggressive conversation about their own breakup, inevitable, and you know how sad it is, and you can never really predict relationships like that. And gosh, I thought they were in it for the long haul, but you never really know, right? Right. <laughs> the episode ends with Lydia, that little snake. And Mariah having a one-on-one. So Lydia starts off by giving Mariah a hug and says, you know, I know that you had a lot of stuff going on, but I didn't really want to ask you about it. I just really wanted to give you the space and you could let me know when you were ready. But, you know, I just, I didn't have any idea that it was going to be something like that. I wasn't expecting you to break up with Max. 
And then for whatever reason, Lydia starts to cry herself and has to get up and get her own box of Kleenex. And like, what? (laughs) Excuse me? So Lydia's like, you know, if you ever want to open up, I'll be here for you. And then Lydia's like, well, you know, I just can't help but wonder if maybe if this was a mutual decision that you guys made, or if this was maybe one person's decision more than the other one, or, um, you know, and Mariah's like, well, I felt like I did what was right for both of us. And we needed to grow without the pressure of feeling like we needed to be somebody for somebody else. And then Lydia's like, gosh, I'm, I'm just still in shock. And, you know, I was texting Max a few days ago and he didn't, tell me anything. And so Lydia says in a confessional that Max is like an older brother to her in a way. And so it's going to be heartbreaking for herself in a way that breakup. And then she has the nerve to ask Mariah if she would be okay with still hanging out and meeting up to hang out with Max or, you know, if they had a group hang with some of her friends, like Lydia, you don't have friends first of all. So what, what, excuse the hell out of me so mariah tells her to do whatever she wants which is obvious code for no bitch don't hang out with my boyfriend you weird ass in a confessional mariah says that liddy's response is a lot different than what she expected and she feels like as a sister she would have wanted to feel a little bit more support from lydia i'm with you mariah And then Lydia tries to like give her this Christian guilt thing about how, you know, um, you know how last year I had my heart tied up with a different situation. And, you know, I was just listening to the father, not Barry, like God. Okay. And that, yeah, like she, that's how she got out of it. Okay. First of all, girl, um, Mariah was in an actual relationship with a guy that she saw and spoke to in person and, you know, like was intimate with, and you're comparing that to some dude that you met when you were like 10 at some like weird homeschool convention all those years ago that you can't let go of. And finally you like stopped talking because your mom made you feel guilty about it but then you wouldn't really because you kept annoying and reaching out to his sisters about like what he was up to so they finally told told you um hey can you just talk to to our brother directly so we can you know you stop blowing up our phones and then it didn't work so what are you talking about that, that's not at all the same thing lydia okay and i'm so happy that god helped you out of that weird situation but he needed to because it's weird Find somebody who lives anywhere near you, girl. Or somebody who's in, you weren't in a relationship with him. You were just texting about Bible verses. That's not the same thing. (laughs) And like, maybe this would have been like a sweet thing. Like, oh, poor Lydia. She doesn't get it. But like, she, you just asked to hang out with my boyfriend still. So like, you know, all bets are off, right? Mariah very politely tells Lydia, um, you know, I think we might deal with things a little bit differently. And I'm just leaving it in God's hands or whatever. (laughs) And I just feel like this is an experience for me to be strong on my own. (laughs) So Mariah tells Lydia that they're two very different people. So they're probably going to handle things differently. And Lydia says, you know, in some days we're the complete opposite. So, you know, the best thing I can do is just to be for you. And, you know, so you can find the peace and joy that you're looking for. Okay. (laughs) 
So then she says, Mariah says that she's going to take time to get like space and clarity and figure out what she wants. But in a confessional, she says she's got some mixed emotions about Lydia right now, because usually Lydia's really super sweet, but asking if it's still okay to hang out with Max and talking about religion as a way to fix her heart was just a little much for her. And that's just not what she was trying to hear at that time. And I'm like, I'm with you, girl. Like, you want solidarity from your sister? Um, not like, uh, so about that, um, uh, so like he's single? What I'm hearing is that Max is single. Like, is that okay? <laughs> I don't know why I did that voice for Lydia. I'm just upset with her. But like, girl, I know she's dizzy, but like, get out of the prayer closet, get some fresh air. I don't know if those like bunny rabbits are causing uh, myxomatosis or something. Look it up with her but she's she's all turned around and i'm i don't need her to get right get right with the lord and your sister sis anyway thank you guys so much for listening thank me for speaking be back next week um i'm thinking maybe since this would be the last week of married at first sight that i will move seeking sister wife and um uh welcome plathville to possibly fridays so we'll talk about that Anyway, have a good week. Bye.